When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support Deer Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And we're back. Yes, we are. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ram with my boy Connor. Welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast live on YouTube. Just remember, the only time you can watch this podcast on YouTube is watch the live recording or watch it on Patreon. But that's it. That's it. That's the only freaking way. Otherwise, we're busy. Yeah, buddy. Connor, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Ah, living the dream. Living the dream, you know? That's it. That's it. That's it. I, uh, that's I forgot to post our Patreon last night. Oh, boy. Not so a good I did start. It, no, I did it this morning. Which All right. Was, you know, so it's. Did anyone notice? Uh, no, no one said anything. All right. All's so well I, that ends okay then. Yeah, so all as well as ends okay, I guess if that's if that's how you want to say it. Um, yeah. How's life treating you? Good. Same as different day. What a you start know? to the show. We are ener- start. We're coming out of the gate strong here. <laughs> we are fucking energetic today, man. <laughs> we are back. We are back to our <laughs> we're YouTube back in, start. We're back in form. We're back, yeah, we're back in form. <laughs> we got the shenanigans going again. We don't even have shenanigans. Just good. Very, very good. Straight, straight sleep on the show so far. <laughs> oh, man. Anything interesting in the world of Connor right now? Absolutely not, man. My life is probably the least interesting life around, I would say. It's got to be up there. Top 10, at least. (laughs) Top 10 most disinteresting lives? Yeah, disinteresting, yes. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. They they could make a documentary on it. I guess they could. Can you monitor the chat? Does that work for you? Yes. Yep. Because I got a lot of things. Guys, we got a big show coming out for you. We got Patriots outsider Lawrence Owen coming in at 9 p.m. Eastern time to talk about your New England Patriots. Later on, Connor and I are going to talk about a couple of Patriot stories ourselves. Number one, Rob Ninkovich saying that Mac Jones is a better fit for the Patriots offense and Cam Newton, Kel Saprice. And then I want to talk a little bit about something we haven't discussed because God knows we've talked about everything else when it comes to Cameron Newton. But is Cam Newton, a could he be a gadget quarterback that's always the possibility we'll have to see yeah buddy strong start strong start strong start (laughs) should we just go to the patreon comments because we're just we're just floundering here i'm ready i'm ready i swear to god nation let's hear it when you come on patreon 
Connor and yes. I are just yep, 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 yep. And then today we're just dead. I think it's because we know that we're on break after this. That's true. It's like the last day of school. We do. We get a nice long. Connor and I are taking a nice long four day break. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No Patreon, yes, no nothing. We have worked our ass off this week. Recording some nights, five videos in one night, trying to catch up with all our commitments that we have to do on Newsbreak. And I hope that you all are watching us over on Newsbreak. We hope you appreciate it. it. Connor and I, we're just trying to figure out how many views we had because we're both seeing two completely different things. So, yes, you know, very much so. So go over there and watch. Then the numbers will be real. All right. So if you are a Patreon member, you can drop comments. We answer your comments and questions every night. We also... Uh, do it on the podcast. Thank you to everybody too who's listening to the podcast. We've got to remember, Connor, this isn't just Patreon tonight. This is the podcast. So for all of you coming in on podcast land, wherever you are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody who's tuning in live on YouTube, we appreciate you. Our dear Past Nation Loyalty Club, we appreciate you guys as well. Yeah, buddy. So Thomas says, congrats, Connor. Yogi will be the coach of Snake Island National Team. You know what <laughs> he's up to. Is that the guy that picked the nose for Germany's soccer team? Yeah, that was the nose picker, armpit sniffer, so ass he's scratcher. Headed to, he's headed to Snake Island to he's be the mayor. He's headed to Snake Island. 41 people know what we're talking about right now. There's Good. a whole lot of people listening to us that don't, but yep. y'all got to figure it out. You got to be Patreon members to know what we're talking about. But yeah, so he's going to be the coach of Snake Island. That makes sense. I, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Are you? What would you do if all of a sudden you heard that fucking Snake Island has a soccer team? <laughs> I mean, I would think that they're going to be very aggressive. It would definitely be an intimidating soccer team. Do you want to go against the team from Snake Island? No, I don't. All right. They'd have to be pretty good. Anybody listening live on YouTube right now, if you were from the Boston area or the Mass area, is there a Snake Island? Will there be a Snake Island? Let us know because it has been a heated debate topic for the last, God, three weeks on the on the Patreon. There is. Look it up. Snake Island. It's real. It's going to be real. Going to be real. It's in the works. It's oh, a real for- idea. We forgot to do the over-under. Seven. So we already know that one seven. is Thomas. All right. How many were there total? Seven. No. So there were seven. So I'll do an over-under of three and a half. Ooh, I'm going to go over. Ooh, really? I always go over. Yeah, you had to because he's the other six. Nice. <laughs> Love Vibration Nation says, I agree. Snake Island was in a bit of a rebuild after Connor believed that story, but now it looks like they're going to have a good, they're going to have, they're going to going to be good next year. As long as they win more games than anyone else, they should finish the top record in the league. Is this Germany or Snake Island? Snake Island. Snake Island was in a bit of a rebuild after Connor believed that story. Yeah. The Snake (laughs) Island soccer team. You're going to regret it. One day, Love Vibration Nation is going to be out strolling in the river and kayaking or something off the coast of Boston. He's going to end up on Snake Island. I feel like I wish that he listened to me. I feel like we owe the the podcast an explanation. So a couple of weeks ago, Connor and I were discussing the disgusting reptiles, snakes. And we were both. I got to tell you something, though. I saw a thing today that a lot of uh, spiders have been eating snakes lately. Spiders have been eating snakes? Yes. It's like a thing. You can look it up on Twitter. A lot of like big news sources have been talking about it. Like just thought I would let I should let you know. Where? Uh everywhere, but especially in America and Australia. Really? Yes. Fuck hand to the spiders. Come on, Connor. Yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> I'll give it to him. So Connor but- and I were, were talking about our mutual hate of snakes. 
um, and lizards and, and just anything reptilian. Sorry, Rhino. Um, <laughs> and then he starts telling me about this snake island. Just where is it? Just off the coast of what? It's off of like the Boston Harbor. So just off the Boston Harbor, this island that is just full of rattlesnakes or yep. and, and sea serpents and just all these just disgusting creatures. And he he's talking, he's telling me all about it, giving me the historical details of it and this and that. Love Vibration Nation, formerly from the Boston area, comes to us on our comments the next day and says, Connor's full of shit. There is no Snake Island. So a heated debate comes. These two start sending me Wikipedia pages, news articles, the governor, uh, the governor's speech about Snake Island. And I had to finally make a ruling that the Snake Island that Connor was originally referring to did not exist. However, the state of Massachusetts is really starting a snake island where they're going to yep. put they're going to collect all the rattlesnakes because apparently you guys have a rattlesnake problem and yeah, they're going to take i know and i'm going to boston at the end of september and if <laughs> i come across the snakes are gone and when you come pick me up in new hampshire at the airport <laughs> that's where i'm going right new hampshire airport when you come pick yeah. me up at the airport i better not see a fucking snake i'm going to tell you that right now I'm telling you, man, hopefully that Snake Island exists by then, because if not, then the snakes are still in the in the area. So, yeah, so they're going to take all the rattlesnakes in the in Boston, and they're going to bring them out to this island, going to call it Snake Island, and it's too far for them to swim. So if they all start swimming back to the island, they'll, they'll just drown. Yep. I'm just imagining like, being on a boat, and you just see, like, thousands of rattlesnakes swimming across the ocean. <laughs> Imagine you were out there, like, in a small boat, like a canoe or something. Oh my god! I would fucking get out die. kayaking. I would rather fight a shark than have 100%. to deal with that. All those snakes, the shark would probably like just circle around you. It might not even eat you. What do you guys have? Because you have cold weather there. Like we have the Massasauga rattler snake. That's what we have here. And I think oh, that they I have, have no, I, I have no idea what type of snakes they are. I just know. Remember, I sent you that picture though. There was that big, long black snake, whatever that was. Yeah, that was disgusting. That's a gross snake. Yeah. That was absolutely. It was, it's those things, whatever those things are. Oh God, I hate snakes. I hate snakes so much. I'm going up north tomorrow morning, and I'm just my family's already up there. My daughter went with my grandmother. My wife and other daughter just left me, and uh, me and Jules are heading up tomorrow morning though because I have to edit videos so we can meet our news break obligations. Okay. <laughs> Download the news break app. We left the description. We've left the link in the description. Download it. It helps. It actually directly impacts us. Love yeah. Vibration Nation sent in a donation to rebuttal me again. Okay, put it up. <laughs> so Snake Island exists, but it's called that because it's shaped like a snake, not because of Connor's snake plan. The snake plan is real, man. You gotta look it up. You gotta I, look the, it up. The snake plan is real. He sent me real documentation, but it has Charlie Baker. It has not started yet, though. Right. What's your governor's name? Charlie Baker. Yes, and Charlie Baker has approved this. There's, they're going to put these snakes on an island, and it's going to be right. called Snake Island. Love Vibration Nation says, let's look at Larry uh, Fitzgerald, because Connor and I were talking about Larry Fitzgerald last night. From a value perspective, he definitely has more skill than all the possible fours on the pats. It would be a feel-good story if we got him a ring. And to be honest, I think it was stupid that the Cardinals – uh, to diss Larry for AJ Green. Green is way more on the decline than Fitz. In the right situation, the equal targets, Fitz will outperform Green any day, sign him. Yeah, I mean, I, we said it last night. It's, it's not that I don't think Larry Fitzgerald would be a good fit. He's just not the same Larry Fitzgerald that he's been for his entire career, but he'd obviously be still be a good veteran presence. He'd still be able to contribute and catch a few passes, but 
I just wouldn't expect him to do anything crazy. I also don't think, though, that we were looking at him to be the Patriots number one. We were looking at no. him to be the Patriots number four. And one of the things yeah. we talked about, like the thing we were talking about the most was, is Larry Fitzgerald better than the Patriots number four receiver, which would be Isaiah Zuber and Nikhil Harry? And yes, he'd be an upgrade over both of them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And he'd be pretty cheap too, right? I would imagine so. I mean, at this point in his career, I can't imagine he's going to ask for that much money. I mean, he might even be the veteran's minimum. I agree. Love Vibration Nation says it's all about trust. Three seconds on the clock. The Patriots down by five on the opponent's seven-yard line. Who would you throw to, Fitz, Harry, or Zuber? Oh, <laughs> between those three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I take life. It's Gerald. Love Vibration Nation says, Connor, your Browns are going to win it all. Uh, take or your, the Browns are going to. Sorry, <laughs> I thought he was calling it your Browns. Browns. Your Browns are going to win it all. Take must have resulted from too many shifts at the dealership, bro. Respectively, <laughs> we have, <laughs> respectively, and with a lot of love, I'm saying this. Ray has a better chance of making it through a full NFL season, saying every player's name flawlessly, than the Browns <laughs> having <laughs> winning a Super Bowl. Just saying. Remember, with love, bro. That was he uh, just managed to fucking slap us both around in one yeah, shot. Yeah. I was just saying that if Larry Fitzgerald wants to go to a very serious Super Bowl contender, I think the Browns would be a good option as well as the Chiefs. That I wanna, was that was I, my take. Yeah, but I want to know why. When I'm the one with the fucking rational brain, I want to know why I got slapped around. Because <laughs> you listen, can't pronounce anything. Listen. If you want to hear names fucking pronounced properly, go to ESPN. You don't come to the Dear Pats Nation podcast to hear. You don't even come for, like, real knowledge. You just come for absolute nah, yeah. bullshit coming out of our mouths. We're not here for knowledge, correct name, pronunciation, facts, or anything logical in general. The fact of the matter is... There we go. The fact of the matter is, McChicken gave us a phonetically breakdown way to say Nick Cesario... And we yep. still chose to say Cesario even after we learned how to say it. Yep. Yep. Nick Cesario. That's right. That's his name. Sticking that, with it. That was like when Jawan Williams was signed and I called him Joe Jawan forever. Joe Jawan. I like Oh, that. yeah. I was like, they drafted Joe Jawan Williams. So that's a part of Ray's team, too. Can you give me a breakdown on Joe Jawan Williams? Joe Jawan Williams. Joe, Joe Jawan is actually a great corner. He's, he's really good at defending the other guys and not allowing them to catch passes when the other team's quarterback attempts to throw it to a wide receiver. That's a main part of his job is to, is to not allow that to happen. So if he's able to be very fast and stay very close to the opposing wide receiver, he'll be very successful. Unfortunately, if he's not able to do that, he's going to have a very short career here in New England. Love Vibration Nation says, I'm not against Mac Jones coming in if necessary. And here's the reason why. He reacts to challenges and adversity very well. Before his junior season, Tua got the job. Tua went down and Jones came in and went undefeated while staying healthy. Then before his senior year, there were rumblings, uh, a rumblings a new guy was going to take the reins. Jones blew him out of the water in camp and went undefeated while winning the national championship. This guy has performed on the largest stages he has been presented with thus far. You have to give him credit. I love Cam, but if he doesn't master the playbook, especially the pre-snap reads, that's when McDaniel's offense shines the most. Then he gone, boys. Mac is very strong in that area. We shall see. Go Pats. There is always another next man up. I do want to add in to, the, to this piece too, where 
Mac Jones sort of was, I don't know, handicapped or he was not taken seriously as he probably should have been because he had two of the best receivers in the NFL, right? Yet Joe Burrow, who was a, he went from nothing to something. I mean, he couldn't take the starting job from Dwayne Haskins in Ohio State. Then he goes to LSU. He has a mediocre year. He's not very good at all. Then he becomes the best quarterback on the planet with an LSU team that was stacked to the gills, and nobody ever talked about his stacked receiving core and tight ends. You know, they just talked about Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, and yet Mac Jones really got knocked around for having good receivers. Right. Although so far it's translated into the NFL for Joe Burrows in the half of the season we saw out of him, but he also has a pretty stacked offense here. Came ask, into uh, ask ask Lawrence about Joe Burrow. He'll tell you Joe Burrow can't throw the ball more than ten yards. Really? Yeah, and he he's done film breakdown on. It. He showed it. He goes watch him outside of ten yards. Like have, if he's, I'd have to look. Yeah, it, he's he's almost like a Ryan Tannehill. That's what he's showing. Like if he throws the ball seven to eight yards, he's phenomenal. He can hit accuracy. Soon as he's got to throw it over ten yards, it's it's wobbly. It's not accurate. Like and I was like no. And then he showed like he like broke it down and showed me. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, like Lawrence was not overly impressed with Joe Burrow last season. That's good to that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, we he didn't win many games, although I thought he looked decent. They just couldn't find ways to win. That's just the story of the Cincinnati Bengals, but we'll see what they do this year. But yeah, obviously uh Mac Jones last year had um Smith and Waddle, so they were they were pretty stacked. They were one of the best teams in the league, but we'll see. He's they're stacked on New England too. Yeah, um. <laughs> kinda, kinda. I mean, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. They're pretty stacked. That was a bold take, Connor. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a bold kind of guy. Very bold. Love Vibration Nation says Shade's useless rant needs to be changed to Shade's throwing shade. All right. I like that. So for those of you in the past that would know this, it used to be Ray's useless rant. It is now Shade's useless rant. And uh, there will be one tonight. Uh, And it may surprise some people if I'm going to be. Shade's throwing shade. Yeah, uh, it it might surprise. You know what? We're going nowhere tonight. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this is this is really uh, this is dragged. This is a, the first time in a while we've had a drag show. Of course, it has to be the podcast. So I'm going to go into Shade's useless rant, which will soon be called Shade's throwing shade. And Connor, I I thought about this long and hard today. I trolled Twitter. I went around. I looked on Facebook. I looked at a whole bunch of different stuff. Nice. And I really couldn't find anything passionate to rant about. Oh, and then. Earlier on tonight, it hit me. Do you remember back in the day when Chevy called me a troll? Yes. And we were both like, wow, I'm a troll, raise a troll, like whatever it may be. And uh, he, yeah, he called me a, he called me an internet troll. Said I like yes. to troll people, troll things, whatnot. It, uh, it, unbelievably, I have figured out that I am a troll. I infuriate people, especially on Twitter, infuriate. And there was, again, I had another day of people getting mad at me, as you know, is is a common day for me on Twitter. Very much. And I started reading some of the comments and what I wrote to them and realized, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I am a troll. And here's the, but here's the concern. And this is where the rant comes in, Connor. 
I'm not even trying to be a troll. Yeah. I'm just being me. I'm being genuine in the things that I'm saying to people. I'm not trying to generate a response. I'm not trying to get people mad. I'm not that type of Twitter, like Twitter user. I'm not that type of video maker. I'm not that type of anything. I'm not that type of podcaster. I'm just somebody who just kind of says what's on my mind. I like to have fun with it. If you, if you say something that I determine is stupid or reckless or idiotic, I will comment. If you say something ridiculous, like the, because Lamar Jackson wasn't picked as a top 50 player by PFF, that that guarantees a Super Bowl and Lamar Jackson being Super Bowl MVP. And I respond to you with 50 laughing emojis. You know what I mean? It's because you deserved 50 laughing emojis straight up. That's that sounds par for the course. It sounds about right. But and I got people mad. There was another I had had another moment today where a a Chiefs fan. Oh, because I don't know if you saw Trent Brown's tweet today about Bill Cosby. Uh, Yes, unfortunately, I did. Yes. So it was a little like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Um, So I'm starting to read the comments and he's kind of getting what he deserves type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's, oh, yeah. you know, it's I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything he was getting was, was, was just, and I start reading the comments and then I see stay classy Patriots and it's a chiefs fan. And I was like, dude, any reports of some more DUIs or assault rifles or domestic abuse? Like the last fucking person that should be making a comment about anything is a chiefs fan. Right. <laughs> yeah. They, they got to be like last on the list at this point. Right. I was corrected though, that an Uzi is not an assault rough rifle. So I should have said a submachine gun. And that was McChicken who, uh, who corrected me. But yeah, I, I think it's just, that's where we're, point where i am just absolutely positively infuriating people i that's all i do i just infuriate people i just that's what that's what trolls do but what does that say about me as a person when i'm not trying to troll when i'm just being me means you're a genuine troll that means i'm a fucking asshole in real life that's what it means like that's what (laughs) i discovered i'm a fucking asshole i was like i'm really like i'm actually disappointed in myself like i really i tweeted it out to the group chat today i was like what does this mean about me as a person that i infuriate people on a daily basis i'm seen as at as a troll not just in my tweets but also in my video making and in my even like someone said like even someone wrote to me even in your news break stuff when you're just trying to be the you know the news guy and letting connor be in the analyst he's like you always have to throw in some condescending comment about cam newton or about whoever (laughs) and i realized i'm just a condescending superficial asshole that is a i'm a troll in real life i guess yeah i don't know maybe that's what chevy was telling us he was trying to enlighten us because he came, he came out and said it like like we should already like be in agreement. Yeah, he didn't like throw like like accusations at me. He said it oh, like he we was knew. Like, like well, obviously you're a troll. <laughs> I'm like, well, Wait. it's because it's because that got that that guy wished death on me, right? And he's like, oh, the troll got trolled. Right, and we right. were like, what? <laughs> like, but he said it just so matter of factly that it like it made us think. Like, I was like, Connor, am I a troll? You're like, I didn't think you were, but I realized I am. 
Maybe, well, yeah, maybe, maybe like uh, people like Doug Kai, a friend of the show, looks and he's like, oh, here's the troll Ray again. Yeah, when here I am, I think I'm saying <laughs> smart things. So here's the problem. Like we tell people all the time, this is the most genuine show you could watch. We pick it up a couple levels because it's a podcast. We want to try to get it entertaining. That first five minutes of this show that was boring as shit. I was sleeping. That's us. That that's yep. that's us. What you're seeing now is that exact same thing, just you know, magnified. The problem is, the problem is, is if people watch this, listen to this podcast. If people watch me on Twitter, what I write on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be, and their belief is, oh, that guy's a troll. I'm like, dude, that's just me. Like, that's just, that's just no wonder people don't like me in life. Maybe, maybe that's the, uh, that's the case. I don't know. I'll have to go. I go back and look at your tweets now. Well, do you remember though, that one time that guy told me that I was bullying you? (laughs) Which time? It was way, way, way back, way back when. Yes. And I had to call (laughs) called you and asked if you felt like i was bullying you i thought you were joking <laughs> you did and but i was a serious. message from this guy i'm like who is this guy i showed bro? you this message this guy said that i'm i'm a bully and yeah. i bully connor and he you know he doesn't understand why connor became partners with me since he has this the funniest part was he goes he has his own successful show <laughs> <laughs> I'm I appreciate sorry. this guy. I like this. Guy. Find this guy again. I want to message him. He's like, I, he has his own successful show and he went with you just so you could bully him. So like, I called you and apologized. <laughs> Do you remember that? I called you and apologized for bullying you. And you're like, you don't what? bully me. You're, like, you're not a bully. I bet you that guy's the same guy. You said the troll. No. Different she- people. Oh no. Chevy. Chevy told me I was a troll. Chevy That's didn't true. What I'm saying. That's true. I feel like that other guy wasn't a real person, though. He was like a, a, not a stick figure, like an egg on Twitter. He wasn't, though. He wasn't, no? No. It was like a real person? It was a real person. Oh, shit, huh? Because a lot of those people are like the eggs. Yeah, no, no. Whatever no. they are. I'll call them the stick figures. This guy was a fan of the show. Yep. Who liked the show before you came on. Yep. But he didn't dislike the show because you were on. He disliked it because I bullied you. Wow. He must he must not like the trolls then. I don't know. Hold on. I'm just fixing my camera. I want to go back and find this guy, but I think this was probably literally like 10 months ago. Yeah, it was it was literally. a bit ago. It was a bit yeah. ago. Ah, what is going on? You see? Oh, wait a minute. I don't know. You're you're good on my end. That was the problem. My green screen was all bunched up. That was why. Not good. Such a, so riveting for the podcast listeners. But the YouTubers got it. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick pause here and take a break to hear from our sponsors over at manscaped.com. And when we come back from the break, we are going to be joined by our boy, Law Dog, for Patriots Outsider. As always, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Support for Dear Pats Nation is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Fellas, when was the last time you could see behind the bushes? Now, let me tell you 
taking care of my nether regions and making sure I'm getting a close shave always makes me nervous when you are not using the right products, especially when you're trying to use products designed for your face. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped and engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blades to reduce grooming accidents and that is thanks to their advanced skin safe technology pioneered by manscape guys manscape obsesses over technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience they also use the best ingredients in all of their formulations. And guys, when I tell you that trimming the bushes makes the tree stand taller, that's a little bit of an understatement. And guys, this is premium. And I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take that longer shave. And one of the coolest features that you have on this device, it illuminates areas for a closer shave and a more precise trimming. And they've also upgraded the motor to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And don't forget about the charging stand. Guys, I do it. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock and it is powered by USB. And if you are listening right now, you were one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RAYROUTE at manscaped.com. Level up your hygiene routine with only the best manscaping tools. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RAYROUTE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using the code RAYROUTE. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. Trim your junk with Manscaped. And we're back. And ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Patriots Outsider comes to you from our new home over at Newsbreak. Guys, Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the Newsbreak team. We're having a blast doing content for them. And when you download the free Newsbreak app from the link that we've left in the description, it directly supports Dear Pats Nation. So you can stay up to date with all of our content and all of your local news for free by downloading the Newsbreak app from the link we provided you in the description. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the night when we bring on Lawrence Owen for Patriots Outsider. Lawrence runs the YouTube channel. I think it's called Lawrence Owen, or you can find it. It's Colts Law. You can find him on Twitter. You can find him on Spotify and Pod Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Dude knows his stuff. He's our man. The voice of the Indy Express. The voice of a team still to be determined. He's a hot commodity, yet we get him every Wednesday for the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Lawrence Owen. Lawrence, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everything going? Hello, sir. How are you? How's it going, man? Well, I'm not going to bring my personal issues here to your stream, <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to say it's going. It's going? Right. It's going. Do you want to talk? Do you need to talk, Lawrence? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I do right. have I do have um my the the Indy Express. They made the playoffs, so I get to I get to cover them for a little while. So we'll see how long that goes. Nice. Gets a gets a bonus with the Indy Express. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. More more time to to make some money and 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 put my my voice out there. So pay up, pay up, pay that's up. A good <laughs> yeah, it is. Lawrence Cam Newton. Because I know you, we haven't talked about Cam Newton enough with you on this show. But Cam Newton, ah, a rough year for him last year. But what I will say to him, or what I will say about him, is he said all the right things. He faced the Patriots media, said all the right things, took accountability, a little bit of lip service, whatever it may be. But there is something that he has never experienced before. Cam Newton has never experienced a full Gillette stadium. He's never had to face the Patriot fans. He played in empty stadiums. There's a lot of frustration in Pat's nation right now. As an outsider, what do you think the reception is going to be for Cam Newton when he returns to New England? Well, I mean, I think New England will probably give him, you know, a good reception starting out. I mean, obviously, you you got to support your guy, but... Uh, I think his leash with fans is probably a little bit shorter than it is with probably management. So uh, depending upon how he really even looks in preseason, you know, I mean, I, I think that might have it because I, I understand that uh, with the season that he had last year, there's a, there's a lot of questions, a lot of questions, and he needs to answer those uh, early this year. WEEI came out, did some roster predictions, took some, made some bold takes. And Andy Hart, who says a lot of things, predicted that Cam Newton would not make the Patriots roster this year. Mm-hmm. What's your response to that, Lawrence? <laughs> um, I, wow, that is a bold, bold take. I mean, he's the only quarterback, really, I think, that has any good starting winning football experience for new England. Cause he's won games with them. You know, he understands the system. He gets the players around him. There's new additions there. I, I, I don't see a guy coming out of college or somebody off the street that would play better than him walking right out the door. So, I mean, you think about they're, they're going to want to put their best product on the field and, we starting week one, it, to me, it seems like that best product has got to be Cam Newton. So Stephon Gilmore and Bill Belichick are playing the game of chicken right now. Stephon Gilmore publicly made a Twitter comment the other day when when the top ten paid cornerbacks was tweeted out. He wrote like uh, something like, "Oh, I think it's been deleted ever since, but it's out there." Um, which may not be the smartest of moves because that sometimes makes Bill Belichick dig his heels in even more when you start taking, you know, behind closed doors actions publicly. Um, But there was an article that came out this week talking about the New England Patriots. I think it was Mike Lombardi who wrote it. And he said that even if Stephon Gilmore returns to the Patriots, Bill Belichick is going to spend the summer worrying about his cornerback depth which I think took us a little bit back because we thought the Patriots had one of the best secondaries in the NFL. But I want to turn to you. Do you think that Belichick's going to be worried about their cornerback depth? Man, I'll tell you what. Bill Belichick, he pumps out offensive linemen and cornerbacks like, you know, candy bars, you know, from uh, Hershey's, <laughs> the Hershey's company. <laughs> Those so, are the specialties. Right? And yeah. I, 
I, I think it has to do with the fact that he does put a lot of focus on the cornerback depth, you know, that defensive back depth and that offensive line. So, yeah, he's probably is going to be spending a lot of time, but probably no no more uh, time worrying about it than he did last year or the year before or the year before. You know, obviously he's going to put a lot of lot of time and effort and worry into those positions, but I don't know if it's going to be any more than what it normally is. Connor, do you have any questions for Lawrence, or do you want to think of a couple while I'm asking this next question? Yeah. Okay. Um, th- th- that's how prepared Connor and I are for today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we started looking at an article yesterday and and just a couple stories, and Larry Fitzgerald, his name got floated out. He's still a free agent. He's been linked to the Kansas City Chiefs. Connor's linked him to the Cleveland Browns. But uh, one news outlet just said, I think that he'd be a good fit for the New England Patriots. When we looked at the Patriots depth chart, you know, number one, two, three is going to be Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Maybe not necessarily in that order, but that's going to be the three. When you start looking four through five, you're looking at guys like Gunnar Olszewski, Isaiah Zuber, Nikhil Harry, that type of thing. Uh, I believe that Larry Fitzgerald is an upgrade over all those guys at the number four spot. Do you think that Larry Fitzgerald's, do you think the Patriots have a need for Larry Fitzgerald this season? On a rare spot. Yes. This is one of those rare situations where I'd say Larry Fitzgerald would be a benefit to the team. Not necessarily uh, because he's, you know, going to be a, a produce more than, you know, two or three other guys on, on the field. I believe that he has a skill set that other guys on this team could learn. Um, he's also a guy who is renowned throughout the league as being that really reliable guy that a quarterback can go to. And after Edelman uh, retired this year, I think that's something that you know that the New England Patriots kind of kind of wouldn't mind having again. You know, I mean because if you really look at the the wide receiver group, you've got a bunch of guys who have potential, but no one on there that can you can just go, you know what? This dude is going to be open when I absolutely need him to be open. And Larry's one of those guys that I, I just believe, yes, he's older and uh, probably has lost a step, but that doesn't make up for his experience and his know-how and his veteran savvy that he has out there on the field that the other guys not only can learn from and emulate, but they could do that while he's out there on the field helping. Right. Right. And even though you're just saying, um, they don't have somebody who consistently gets open when they need to get open, like the third and six, third and seven, it used to be Mm -hmm. Wes Walker, Wes Walker left Julian Edelman stepped right in. Whenever it was third down, they went to him. Who do you think this year has the best opportunity to fill that role? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I know it's I know it's tough. It's all new players. Yeah, tight ends. Yeah, out. out, I mean, if we're going to go outside of the tight ends, probably Myers or um, oh, the guy from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So there's been reports out there that the Mac Jones is seeing the Patriots offense the same way that Josh McDaniels is seeing the offense. Other reports that are starting to float out there as well. Now is Cam Newton is Bill Belichick's guy and Mac Jones is Josh McDaniels guy. Uh, Whether these are true or not, you know, 
take it all with a grain of salt. But that's that brings a very interesting dynamic to this quarterback battle and kind of brings a little bit of a different perspective that we've been looking at because we've been looking at what's the best route to go with. But I want to ask you, if that is the case and there's a little bit of a divide, um, I know Belichick's going to have final word, but does he have to really think about what Josh McDaniels is saying? Because he's the one who's going to be calling those offensive plays. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but you said it. He's got final word. Uh, he's he's the king of the mountain. He's the he's the boss of, you know, the company, basically. Right. GM, uh, not just coach. You know, he's he's the guy who's, you know, writing out the checks, even though uh, the big guy on top Rest, is paying yeah. it. You know, he's the one that goes, OK, you're getting this and you're getting this and you're getting this. So. I mean, in, in that situation, I would have to lean and say Cam's job security might be a slightly better in that aspect. But at the same time, I mean, you got a young guy coming in, uh, first round pick. Uh, there's not going to be too much of a uh, a time period of where they're going to sit back and wait for him. Uh, I, that's that's how I how I look at it. You draft a guy first round, you don't expect him to sit there for two or three years, you know. I expect maybe this year if Cam Newton does well, but uh, I, I think Josh McDaniels will probably end up having his guy uh, at least this time by this time next year. Right. Yeah. So you 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 don't think Cam Newton has much of a chance to get an extension after this year? Honestly, I think if Matt Jones shows even seventy five percent of the potential that I think he has. Yeah, I think I think he'll be the starter next year. Right. I mean, if if not sooner. Right. But you know, uh, and let's face it, it it is kind of true. Like it, it, from what I could tell, the way Josh McDaniels, you know, playbook, the way it's set up, it, it is set up more for uh, a Mac Jones than it is a Cam Newton. So uh, we'll see how That's that true. we'll see how that turns out uh, this year with Cam Newton starting at the helm most probably week one. Right. All right, last question before we get into Lawrence versus Patriots fans. Uh, but Deion Sanders was talking about Cam Newton this week. And, he, you know, if he started off with, I know that Cam Newton's ready to compete, he's going to go out there and compete and compete and compete. I don't think anybody is questioning Cam Newton's preparation and compete level. We, we, we you know, heard all the stories showing up at 5 a.m., leaving at midnight. He's working with a, a throwing coach from the time that practice finishes till 5 o'clock every night. Like he's, you know, he puts in the work. But Deion Sanders said something really interesting. He says, it has to be this year or that's a wrap for Cam Newton. I need to ask you, when he says that's a wrap for Cam Newton, do you interpret that as that's a wrap for the Patriots or that's a wrap for Cam Newton in the National Football League? Uh, if that's word for word verbatim that you just said, then I would say he's talking specifically about Cam Newton and his football career. I mean, and that was basically, it, that was verbatim, but that was almost word for word. Yeah. 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 Because if, if he believes that, you know, it's a wrap for his time in new England, he would say something to that, you know, vicinity, but you know, he, he might, well, he's, he might be outplayed by Mac Jones and he, done and out, you know, that, that type of situation. And we'll see where he lands next year or something of that. But if he says that, you know, if he says that's a wrap for Cam Newton, if he don't show up and show out, then I, I take it he believes that no other team in the NFL will give him a shot. 
It always blows my mind how quickly this 15 minutes flies by that we have you on. We came on here at, we brought you on at 9.05. It's now 9.18. You know what I mean? So it's, we're, uh, we've, we've gone through this pretty, pretty quickly. Um, so listen, I want to talk right here. Uh, Clutch Points wrote this article. Stephon Gilmore's blunt response to the contract situation. We already sort of discussed that, but someone posted it to Facebook. Shout out to our boy Marcus because he sent us the link on Twitter to the Facebook uh, page for the link, but I started reading the comments. So I want to read the comments with you to you in Lawrence versus Patriots fans. Uh, the first comment is trade this dude over 30 coming off an injury. On top of all that, Bill gave him a raise every year. He has been here time to go. We are not going anywhere anyway. Can I just first correct that Bill Belichick has not given him a raise at all? <laughs> he he shoved some of his 2021 money into 2020. That's the only thing he's ever done for him financially. Just wanted to drop that out there. <laughs> I'm kind of on the side of the player on this one. Uh, I, I feel that he does not like the idea of sitting there not being able to have financial security, even though he is on the wrong side of 30. And I think he's played to the ability to where I believe he should get that financial security. So another comment seemed to be happy playing like crap and making millions last year. If you're an NFL player, you're making millions, whether you're playing like crap or playing really good. And, and I not going to say he played like crap though. I'm going to say he played Okay, I mean, you're taking in consideration of what this man has done, you know, in specific seasons. Not everybody has MVP-type seasons uh, year after year after year. That's a rare thing in the NFL. So, you know, I mean, if if a guy has a good season, but he's coming off, uh, you know, MVP-type season, and you call it a bad season, Maybe you need to rediscover what a, a good season or a bad season or a great season actually is. Right. All right. So in this one, uh, there was some all caps included. So when I, okay. you'll, you'll know when we get to the all caps. Uh, so he willingly signed a contract for a designated amount of money in years, yet somehow, and you got the story, this guy used no punctuation. So please excuse me. So he willingly signed a contract for a designated amount of money in years, yet somehow it's now the Patriots' fault that he isn't a top 10 in money. Sounds like he made a mistake when he signed his last contract. I don't understand how or why professional athletes can just decide that the contracts they sign don't need to be honored. Be careful of what you sign, but be a person of your word. You signed the contract. Nobody forced you to sign it. You did it so willingly. How is this anybody's fault but your own? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, took the words right out of my mouth, Connor. Um, <laughs> okay, first off, first off, uh, you're mad at him, but what about uh, the Patriots organization in itself when they let guys go mid-contract? All the time, right? Where where, where are you at? Are you saying the exact same words with the same exact same caps? Because – yep. Uh, yeah, that happens all the time to save yeah. money, to all save money because they signed a contract that are paying him too much money. Now, this guy who's at the end of his career has put out a heck of a career thus far in the NFL overall. Um, 
and has no security on a team that he knows is not known for re-signing guys on that other side of 30, unless you're a quarterback, you know, he just wants some money. I don't expect him to sit out all the off season. I think he's just making a point now in the first place. I think the dude's an honorable guy. I think he'll play. I think this is just one of his sit down going, Hey, look, I really believe I deserve something here, you know? And I'm on his side on this. Last year, I feel bad for this person, but I got to say it. He did help us win a Super Bowl against the Seahawks years ago. I want to point out that Stephon Gilmore signed with the New England Patriots three years after they beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) There you go. So I got to call it out. Guy, everybody, you can find Lawrence over on his YouTube page over called Lawrence Owen. I will get rid of the Patriots outsider so you can see it. Lawrence Owen, you can look up Colts Law. Find him on Twitter at Colts underscore law. Mm-hmm. Um, where else can they find you, Lawrence? Anywhere else? Are you on Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, I'm Instagram? on Instagram, Colts underscore law. I'm on Facebook. I got a Colts Law uh, group page there. Uh, I'm on Patreon. Um, yes, he is a, he does have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Colts law. I think, I believe so. Yeah. Um, see, I believe so. I don't even know the name of my own. Patreon. <laughs> I upload there every day, but you know, whatever. Right. Uh, and then of course, uh, my podcast, uh, anywhere that you listen to a podcast, doesn't matter where it's at. It's there. Uh, it's called Colts law. And then of course, YouTube, you know, you can find me there. It's Lawrence Owen. And as you said, you can type in Colts Law and you'll find a billion and a half videos. Well, I am going to drop a little personal information that Lawrence doesn't even know, but I'm going to drop just a hint of it. But as you know, Connor and I have a new home over on Newsbreak. Mm -hmm. We're being paid pretty handsomely. Um, for it. And they were just asking me today if I know another video maker. So check your inbox in the next couple of days, because I'm going to, I'm just waiting for them to send a link to me. I really, I'd really appreciate it because (laughs) they are looking for some solid video makers. And I said, I got the guy. And they said, perfect. Let us let us get a, a sign up link for you. So I'm going to give send you the sign up link, and the sign up link is it's just a, anybody can sign up for Newsbreak, but they don't even review 90% of the applications. But you're going to get a special link so that your application gets reviewed. Cool. All right. So in the next couple of days, check your inbox. All right. I wasn't sure when I could speak to you, so I decided why not do it live on air on the podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, you know, the whole not being in a great mood walking in, that was, you know, finances yeah. is part of it. So, you know, you kind of brighten my day up a little bit. So, awesome. Well, Guys, everybody smash that like button. Nice. Yes. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Please, thank you. Appreciate it. Lawrence, you are the man, buddy. Appreciate Ladies and gentlemen, Lawrence Owen, go check him out, and hopefully soon he'll be joining us on Newsbreak. Take it easy, Lawrence. Have a good one. Later, man. Bye-bye. I always love having Lawrence on. It's it's like it's the best part of the Wednesday show. He brings the brains to the operations. Oh fuck, somebody has to. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta bring some sort of like knowledge to the show.
us? We don't bring shit to the show. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why we gotta that's why we gotta bring Lawrence in. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my god. All right. We do have to record a couple of things for news break tonight, so we uh have Good to wrap th- we have to wrap up this podcast. So we appreciate y'all who came out here and watch the podcast live. You won't be able to see it unless you're a Patreon member now or download the podcast from wherever you get your podcast views. And uh you know what, Connor, should we just record the news break stuff for the podcast? If we want, right? We could do that. It's our podcast. I guess it's all the same, right? I can just edit it all out. Yeah, there we go. All right, fuck it. All right, bonus feature for all of y'all. No, 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 no. You got to go over to news break and see the videos. Or That's watch true. I was just, I just thinking that too. I'm like, let's make them go over there. Connor, tell me about those Patriots. Legit, kid. We want to thank all of our Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. For only $5 a month, Connor and I record an exclusive webcast Sunday through Thursday. So if you like all the free content that we offer here, can I suggest that you check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. We don't have any tiers. We don't charge you for different levels of access. We have one tier at one cost, five bucks. You'll get five webcasts a week and you can participate in our Patreon exclusive live stream every second Friday. You can hang in the chat. You can join Connor and I on the screen and have a voice-to-voice conversation with us and other Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members. But in order to get the content, you have to join the club. And you can do that by going to patreon.com slash Sports. If you'd like to check it out, we have left a link to the Dear Pats Nation Patreon page wherever and however you are listening or watching. And guys, there are many different ways that you can support Dear Pats Nation, but the only way that you can do that in style is by visiting the Dear Pats Nation merch shop over at teespring.com slash stores slash DPN. And when you're there, get your hands on the newest DPN apparel, t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, whatever you want. Get it all at our merch store at teespring.com slash stores slash DPN. For your convenience, we've left a link to our merch store in the description or wherever you're listening or watching this show. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests the blue hotel hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel Begins Friday, September 23rd. Hi, I'm 
Connie Thiessen, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favourite podcast app.